This is Monica. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy September to you. I hope you get to enjoy the best season, the spooky season, wherever you are in the world. I'm in Brazil, so no cozy fall aesthetic or pumpkin spice latte for me. But oh well, I can make it spooky and have a beer at the same time. Today, as I'm sure you've read in the title of this episode, I want to tell you about the books that helped me understand who I am. So these are the books that helped me during my darkest moments and told me that everything would turn out okay in the end. These are the books that held up a mirror in front of me and said, look at this character or look at this author. They are just like you. You are not alone. I'm very happy, by the way, that mostly all of them were written by women. I wasn't thinking about that, at least not consciously, when I made this list, so it makes me happy. But here we go in no particular order. Number one is the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Sorry, I couldn't just pick one book to represent the whole series. It had to be the whole thing. So as you might know, this is the story of Roland Deschain, the last gunslinger and his companions, his quartet, as they are on their way to the Dark Tower, which stands in the center of all existence and holds all universes together. Roland, 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 what can I tell you about him? Well, he's a Capricorn. This was probably not intentional, but Roland is like textbook Capricorn. He is described throughout the books as having no imagination and being so focused on his ultimate goal, the tower, that he doesn't care what happens to other people or who gets hurt or who doesn't. And I'm not saying that I am like that. Not a hundred percent, but I am a little bit, and I know that this is not exactly healthy in the long term. Sure, it's great to be disciplined and focused on your goals and enjoy working hard, but it's also important to have fun, you know? And I think Roland grows a bit in that sense throughout the books, but not much. And I could and still can relate so much to him, it's sort of sad. But yeah, that's Roland and his tower. Number two is Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. I was in high school when I read this book for the first time, and I got so obsessed that was all I could talk about for months. This is the story of Heathcliff. Basically, he was an orphan that was adopted by this family and fell in love with his adopted sister. Lots of tragedy happen, and eventually he finds a way to get his revenge. But it's so bittersweet like way more bitter than sweet, that it hurts. Can you guess which character is the relatable one for me here? It's Heathcliff, of course. I'm not proud of it. I like identifying with shitty characters because they serve as a model for what not to do, you know? Anyway, I still love uh, Wuthering Heights. It's one of my favorite books of all times. And although it's absolutely tragic and sad, I think it's one of the most beautiful love stories I've ever read. 
The angst. Guys, it's all about the angst. Number three is Uma Canção para Libélula by Juliana Daglio, which would literally translate to a song for the dragonfly. This is the story of Vanessa, a Brazilian pianist who now lives with her aunt in Europe. Vanessa is depressed, heavily depressed, and we find out early on that she doesn't live with her family in Sao Paulo because of her mother, because of a fight they both had when she was younger. As the story progresses, we get these details of that fight and we learn that it was big. It wasn't just a small argument, it was something very serious. So the story is about depression, it's about loss, but it's also about accepting the darkness and learning how to live with it and not letting it control your life. I read this book this year and I was shocked by how similar some parts of Vanessa's story are to my story, to my life. It wasn't an easy book to read, it was full of triggers for me, but it was very cathartic at the same time. It went deep and it touched a part of me that needed to start healing. Number four is Save Yourself by Kelly Braffett. This is the story of Patrick Cusimano, a guy who works at a convenience store and is in love with his brother's girlfriend. So his life is a complete mess and on top of that, a goth teenager, Lila, starts insisting on being friends with him. Meanwhile, Lila's little sister, Verna, is suffering through her first year of high school and gets involved with her sister's circle of outcasts, which, needless to say, are quite shady individuals. Kelly Bruffett says she writes stories about unhappy people making bad decisions, and those are my favorite kind of stories. What I loved most about this book was Kelly's style of writing itself. I think her writing is so honest, so raw, that it makes you care about all of the characters, even the ones you don't like very much. She portrays melancholy so well. I love it. Number five is The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer, a little nonfiction to break the doom and gloom of the previous books. In this book, Amanda talks about how she made her career out of asking strangers for help and why this is a positive thing that we should all do. This is the story of an artist struggling with the rules of exchange in the 21st century, both on and off the internet. And as a self-employed English teacher slash podcaster slash writer, it was one of the most inspiring books I've ever read. Finally, number six is The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. This is the story of four people who arrive at Hill House to find evidence of the supernatural. They are Dr. Montag, Theodora, Eleanor, and Luke. They all begin to experience strange events while in the house, including unseen noises and ghosts roaming the halls at night, strange writing on the walls, and other unexplained events. But at first, it all seems to be almost inconsequential. However, things start to get serious because Hill House wants one of them to stay. Hill House is in this list because it's one of the best horror novels I've ever read, and it works with so little. It's just a haunted house with four people in it, and it still manages to scare the bejesus out of me. I've always loved horror, but there is definitely a before and after Hill House for me in my career as a reader. And that's it! Those were the six books that helped me understand who I am as a person, a professional, and a reader. Have you read any of them? 
Follow me on Instagram and tell me what you think about them. You can find me there as at Monica Sanoli. And hey, if you are Brazilian and you want some help improving your English skills, go to monicasanoli.com.br or click on the link in the description of the episode to check out the courses that I offer. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it. And I'll see you next time.